All right, let's welcome everybody out today to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. My name is Chris Hollifield. I am one of the hosts here. And uh, as I said that, yeah, I am one of the hosts. If you've listened back to the last few episodes, you will be like, Chris, you've been doing it by yourself. Well, I got a brand new co-host here today That's right. uh, that I'm going to let him introduce himself. Who's that voice there? Yeah, no, it's TJ. I'm back in the in the flesh over the podcast. So, uh, no, I, I've done a few podcasts with you, real Gosh, estate we've episodes. Done, we've done more than just a few, <laughs> TJ. Yeah, how many episodes do we do? I don't even Probably remember. at like 12 or 15 episodes. Right on. Yeah, um, it, was, it was fun. TJ Heidenreich. Yep. And and, uh, and then I know we interviewed you too yeah, on, on a yeah, full episode for sure. I mean, I, I do lending full time, but uh, I you know in the mortgage game. But I'm excited to do this with you. This will be a fun fun adventure, dude. It is it is so much fun to um, to do a podcast with somebody else. I think you know because right. just, just to even see a different perspective of, of the people we're chatting with, and you know we have a lot of good ideas of things that we want to do with I Am Salt Lake. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, make sure you're following the social media channels as well as sure. even our personal accounts. Yeah. Make sure you're following uh, those as well. Do you have a personal account yeah. that you want people yeah. to follow you Yeah, my Instagram you account is uh, TJ Mortgage. Okay, just yeah. TJ Mortgage. Yep. Huh? And then you can follow my personal Instagram at uh, Utah Realtor Chris. That's me on there. And uh, yeah, get in touch. Let TJ and I know what you think of the podcast and so on and so forth. And if there's anything you want us to cover, anything you want us to change up, let us know. Shoot us a a DM on the Instagram page and uh, we're we're more than happy for any suggestions you have. And then IamSaltLake.com is the website for the podcast. That's where all the episodes are. Almost 10 years of episodes right there on the website. So. Congrats, man. That's that's crazy. Uh, so we have a we have a returning guest on the podcast today. It is uh, Q from Imbrogo. Cool. I actually ran into him. We did some uh, I am Salt Lake Business Fellowship meetups for people that have been on the podcast in yeah. the past, and so it was nice to connect with him. And then I was like, man, let's do a podcast in person. So I invited him out today. We actually recorded at Cross Country Mortgage here today. Yeah. So our our new podcast home. There you go. This will be fun. So anyway, we we got to catch up with him and talk to him about what he's doing with embroidery and his uh, Sprinter van and all of that. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the conversation. Anything yeah. else you want to mention, TJ? No, I'm excited, man. Let's jump into it. No, nah, man, this is uh, we've done it already. So I'm like. I'm just round actually, two. I'm round two. I'm well, actually so, nervous of what you're going to ask now. Here's the thing, man, is so the last time we had you on the podcast, it was over like Zoom that we did. Yeah. It, it was like Riverside, whatever Riverside, podcasting yeah. thing that I was using because it was like right at the tail. Well, I guess I guess we're still kind of in COVID. I don't even know if people are still considering My this. son stopped wearing masks to school, so I think well, so it's okay to- Kind of, yeah, we're kind of looking <laughs> we're looking brighter but, now. Right. So. Well, media's that, forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was the hardest thing, right? So I'm doing in-person interviews for like yeah. eight years with yeah. this podcast, That's and then true. all of a sudden I had to switch Crazy. to doing it remotely like that because, you know, especially at first it was like, you know, everybody was taking it seriously. So yeah. nobody wanted to leave their house. Yeah. And so I had to figure out how to do it. And so it's been nice to, uh, even, even like yourself, Q, like reconnect with you. Like I, I want to yeah. say this and I mean, we're, we're recording and we're going here. Uh, I appreciate you coming to that, to the, I am Salt Lake business fellowship oh, that we dude. did. Absolutely. Uh, and Absolutely. that was actually a lot of TJ's little brainchild too. I, yeah. you know, I, I, he might not 
accept that credit, but <laughs> well, he kept telling me like, Chris, you need to create these networking yeah. events with the old people yeah. that have been on the show That's and, and see how we can work together as small businesses. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you found a well, little bring in Chick-fil-A already solidified that go. he was invested. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I'm like, you've been doing this for, I mean, how long have you been doing this for now? The podcast? Yeah. Well, this years, is t- my 10 year anniversary. 10 year anniversary. Yes. I'm, like, doing. I'm like, you got to talk to so many people. We got to get them together. Yeah, it's like a family true. you've created. Dude, that's <laughs> the worst thing that I've done, though, is I haven't kept in touch with everybody very well. Right. right like, that's happens. like the hardest thing is. So, you know, you talk to all these people over 10 years, it's just to keep in touch with. But I'm not here to talk about me. Right. I'm here to talk to Q. Well, yeah, and we got, we got TJ here today, For sure. too. Um, We'll get into that later, though, TJ, if kind of our little inter- yeah. introduction with you into the For podcast. Sure. But yeah. April, so I wrote down here, April 21st, 2021 is when you were on the podcast last year. Oh, so wow. almost, it's almost been a full year. Wow. Okay. You, since you've been on the podcast. Wow. I felt and, like it was longer. I don't know why. And so <laughs> there's been a lot of things yeah. that have been going on for you, which uh-huh. I want to get into here uh, in just a second. But I want to start, this is going to, this is something that it kind of just throws people off a little bit. Come on. What brings joy to your life? I want to know besides stitching hats and all this, we're <laughs> going to, we're going to get into all that, but what are some other things that bring joy to your life, man? Uh, you know what, man? I think, uh, one of the biggest things it's all seasonal, right? So like yeah. during COVID, I feel like the thing that brought joy to my life was being able to be okay with your family a hundred percent of the time. Right. Right. So then that brought a lot of joy. Cause you're like, man, I missed out on, you know, I, I didn't realize all these moments were so spectacular going on more hikes, right. Going to uh, eat and make food as a family more like a lot of those different things. And don't get me wrong. Those, still, those things still bring me joy. But I think the biggest thing right now that brings me joy is growth, man, growth, seeing growth in my business, seeing growth in my kids, not physically, but like mentally seeing growth in my relationship with my wife. Um, growth, I think right now is one of the biggest, biggest things that brings me joy. Cause I know I'm getting somewhere, right? If you don't see growth in anything, you don't know where you're going. And if you don't know where you're going, what are we doing? You know? Yeah. So right. I think that's one of the biggest things right now, man, is just seeing the growth in, in all these aspects of my life that um, I have control over right now. Over the last year of growing in Brogo. Uh-huh. I mean, have you been able to accomplish and, and, and reach a lot of these goals that you've been striving towards? And you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm actually getting there. You know what? I think I said this in our last podcast. Um, and if you did, you know, I, I guarantee oh. people listening right now, maybe <laughs> well, not, maybe familiar. not have even listened to that, you know, okay. cause I can't even remember everything we talked about. You man. know, there's a couple of things I remember now that it's coming back. I feel like I jumped right. on the mic and it's all coming back. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, um, where was I at? One of the things that I, um, one of the things that I said last time was I didn't realize my business was a real business until COVID hit. Like when COVID hit, I, f- I realized that Embrogo wasn't just a novelty brand anymore. Like people wanted to say things, right? Like they had things to say on their hats. They had things to say about the Black Lives Matter movement. They had things to say about COVID and they were putting it on their apparel. So the unique thing is I grew almost 50% in 2020 and 2021 um, than when I started in 2018. So that's when I think I really realized, okay, I really have a business. And then from then on, I'm like, all right, dude, it's go time. That's interesting that you felt like you didn't have a business until 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 a pandemic, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what is, is it just because of the support that made you feel like you had a business? 
I think um or the sales it it was it was a it was a combination right so obviously sales were crushing it sales were coming in um and things were going but you realize that small businesses when something like a recession happens like a pandemic happens usually what happens they get crushed right so knowing that i went through and not got crushed but actually thrived. like thrived in it right. that that was a, that was a whole mental shift for me knowing that i was thriving in a recession style style you know what i mean or in a in the middle of a pandemic i'm like dude this it's go time now yeah. you know what i mean cuz it it just felt um it felt like i should be drowning at that moment but i was thriving so Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Let's let's catch people up a little bit. Even yeah. TJ, mm-hmm. um, with what you do with with Imbrogo, Absolutely. what Imbrogo is. I know we shared a lot of the story on that other episode, which mm-hmm. I didn't even write down the episode number. I'll, I'll put the link at imsaltlake.com. We, we said it at the meetup. Well, well yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but again, I'm sure a lot of people listening now haven't heard that. Mm-hmm. Right. Imbrogo. What what is what is it that you Absolutely. do? Absolutely. So, okay, a little backstory. Um, Imbrogo started off. It didn't start off as Imbrogo. It started off with 10 other names. But the basis of what um, I started was I wanted to be able to do something that people were not doing, right? You go to mm-hmm. an embroidery shop, you're you're used to not meeting the guy who's embroidering your hats or girl that's embroidering your hats. You're not used to um, having quick turnaround times. You're not used to all these different things. So when I started Imbrogo, before it was called that, um, I was just stitching out in San Diego, bro, out of my out of my garage in San Diego before I moved to Salt Lake. And something hit me. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be in my garage forever. <laughs> How right. do I get this thing out? And, you know, I thought about a brick and mortar. I thought about pop-up shops. I thought about all these different ideas. And then there it is, that shower moment. Everybody has a shower moment. That shower moment was like, Embrogo. And it means embroidery on the go. So from then on, I went to Junkyard, found a trailer for 500 bucks, launched a Kickstarter campaign. That's what we talked about that on that episode. Yes. That Kickstarter campaign raised five grand and I was asking for four grand. So, uh, you know, built out the trailer, had no idea what I was doing, built out my first trailer. Uh, you know, three years later, uh, I built out a sprinter van. And I think we talked about on that last episode or that last podcast that I was uh, doing a Kickstarter. So I was doing a Kickstarter for 30 grand. Boom. Gut check. Didn't get funded. I probably raised like eight grand. <laughs> but it's cool. I bought the sprinter van anyways. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to offset some of that cost. But whatever. We're, we're, we're here now. Right. Uh, just recently, just recently, Chris built out that sprinter van and it took about four or five months, two months of which. Uh, trying to figure out the mental process of running all of the electrical for it. That was rough. Um, but after that, man, I'm, I'm here and bro goes on the road and we're in our sprinter van and, and, and we're rocking. So I remember cool. you wanted to build, get the sprinter van, uh, to like take the family out on like trips Correct. and vacations and then be able to work on, on the road. Yes. Have you been able to do that yet? Tomorrow morning, 3 AM, myself, my boys, we're going to San Diego we're gonna camp up Joshua Tree um, as we're going as we're going down rather Joshua Tree. We're gonna hit San Diego, uh, sleep in the van by the beach while we're working and we're doing pop ups while we're on the road. So I'm getting it going already, dude. That is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. Tomorrow morning. So what's today's date? Yeah, if you're listening, tomorrow's what the 23rd of it sounds of March. March. Yeah, so you're gonna go get some beautiful San Diego weather. Some, which is funny because I feel like I'm running from the sun now, right? Like I feel like it just started to get beautiful. <laughs> here but you know there's nothing like being by the beach and when my, my wife hears this episode she's gonna be like you always dog the beach well i love it this weekend <laughs>
All right, we're going to take just a minute now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors. Hey, remember, guys, when you support our sponsors, you're directly supporting this podcast. All right, utahmarijuana.org is your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. If you guys didn't know, medical marijuana is legal here in Utah, and it is time to uh, take control of your own health. And utahmarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts, they make getting your medical card easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. Uh, with over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers that are ready to help you find relief, you won't have to search for a doctor that's willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to listeners of this podcast, to I Am Salt Lake podcast listeners. Just use that code GREEN25. It's going to save you $25 off your first visit. It also lets them know you're a listener of the podcast, and uh, they will thank me for sending you over to their direction. UtahMarijuana.org is the website. Head on over there. They got all kinds of great blog posts, information on uh, medical cannabis here in Utah, all the information that you need. And many thanks to UtahMarijuana.org for being one of our awesome sponsors. So describe the van. I mean, you built yep. this out. I mean, how did you, it was it, was it uh, brand new, the Sprinter van when you got it or did you get it? You, I mean, did you, was there yeah. a lot of cleaning to do? Was a lot no, of gutting man. to do? What? You know what? You, you know, they say you pay for convenience. Mm -hmm. So I bought the Sprinter van. It was one of the last ones, right? That I seen like out in the market. Cause I mean, they, I mean, 2021 people were oh, yeah. like, you know, that, they were leaving. They're the like, I'm not going to. Yeah. Exactly. They're either renovating their homes or they're buying Sprinter vans. They're buying Dodge ProMaster, whatever. Yeah. Right. So um, I called around I've, about two months, man, two months searching for a van. Actually, I want to say three months searching for a van. And I call my hometown, San Diego, where I found a Sprinter van for 56 grand. Right. And I thought something was wrong with it because I'm like, dude, these things are right. way more than this. 18 miles on it, on the odometer. 18 miles on it. My wife and I, she's like, dude, if you're going to pull the trigger, now's the time. Because uh, I felt like it was confirmation. The dude was like, hey, we got two more. Um, one just sold today from from a guy that came from Salt Lake City, Utah. And we got one more. I was like, I'm coming today <laughs> from Salt Lake City, Utah to get that last one. So I got that guy in October of last year and drove it back. And, and you know, it was brand spanking new, 18 miles on it. So, I mean, did you do it yourself? Got I did. Got it out yourself? Yes. I mean, do you know how to do that kind of thing? Or was it all like just watch YouTube videos? Uh, I do because of YouTube, actually. So that's that first Sprinter van. I mean, that first Sprinter van. That first trailer I did, um, it was my business trailer, right? Right. Uh, you look at that thing now, you're like, dude, that thing's a joke. But whatever. You know, it was my first one. Then I actually got intrigued by that. So I actually started flipping, flipping trailers. So I did that one. Then I did another one. Then I did another one. Then so you actually, buy them and then build them and then? I buy them, renovate them. And I, the second one I actually did, I rented it out to a buddy of mine. Oh, cool. Um, and then he was like, you know, I, I, I this one's a little too small. If you find another one, if you find a bigger one, I'll stay in that one. I flipped that one, sold it, built out another one. That's cool. And he's living in it currently. So I rent that out to him and it's on my property. And then with the, with the things that I've learned from just redoing trailers, I pulled that knowledge to building out the Sprinter van. A little bit different though, right? Because old school trailers, they're like boxes, right? Super easy. But 
sprinter vans are real concave and they have all these different shapes and it, it, it was it was a challenge man but i built it out myself ran all my electrical i didn't have to do plumbing or anything because it's my essentially my mobile store so i don't need mm-hmm. any of that um but yeah it's it's done completely done and i did it myself Dude. With the help of a buddy that's ha- that helped me build some of my drawers and stuff yeah. in my cabinets. But other than that, I did it all alone. Do you want to get like a brick and mortar? Maybe we talked about this in, in the other episode too. I mean, because I find it interesting that you kind of went this direction versus mm-hmm. so many people, they, they, they feel they need a storefront. Absolutely. You know what, man? I think uh, the biggest thing, not even the necessity factor, just thinking logically of getting a brick and mortar means – you're tied to another marriage, right? I'm already tied to a marriage with my wife. <laughs> yeah, I just bought a house last year. I'm tied with that. So honestly, it, it sounds funny, but I didn't want to be tied to another thing in such a short amount of time, if For that makes sure. sense. Yeah. So like, I couldn't, if I wanted to get out of the brick and mortar business, I couldn't sell my brick and mortar business, but I could sell my Sprinter van in two years if I decide that it doesn't work Yeah, but and I mean, make more money. Don't you think though, like uh, most... I don't know. It just seems like that kind of gives you an easy out though a little bit. You know, you're right. But you know what? The experience that I'm that I'm gaining with my family and yeah. with the business collectively was the reason why I decided to go with the sprint. And, and if you're enjoying it, then keep doing it. You know, yeah. and oh, yeah. you're in your it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. And I started telling people, funny enough, it there's so many different facets to the sprinter van business because uh, my wife just came up with a cool concept that we're going to offer, and we're actually doing it today. We're going to be like the FedEx of embroidery. So if you live in Salt Lake County, we'll deliver to you for 50 bucks. Anything outside of Salt Lake County, we deliver to you for 75 And I'm doing a delivery today in Heber because someone wanted me to make some hats and deliver it to them. So we're basically FedExing our cool. embroidery business as well, which brings in another you know stream of income right there. So. It's uh it's 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 pretty fascinating, man. And and as I start to think about it now, I'm like, man, why don't I just build out five, six sprinter vans, put embroidery machines in them and have and have people just going. You know what I mean? So I it's a like Why said, don't you do that? Cheaper, man? Right? It's much cheaper to do that. Well it's probably a lot cheaper to uh operate a van than a whole store. And the mobile and the mobile advertising is free. Or and it sets you, relatively, it sets you apart. And, and yeah. I mean TJ and I were talking about this even before we started recording, you know, like we need to find in, in this day and age, people need to find ways to set their business apart to set what yeah. they do apart. Mm-hmm. Right. So they don't just blend in. Yeah. All right, we're going to take just a minute now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors. I love talking about these guys. They have been a sponsor of this podcast for, gosh, it's been five or six years. Uh, The Salt Lake Barber Company, it's where I go to get my hair cut. Isaac over there does an amazing job. Actually, I have an appointment to meet up with him this uh, week, so to get my hair cut. They're located at 10 East, 800 South close to downtown Salt Lake City. They're offering haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. They are a true community barbershop. They focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing all their barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while you're in the chair. Listen up, guys. They do take walk-ins, and that's the way I used to go get a haircut, but just get a guaranteed appointment. You can go to saltlakebarberco.com. Select the services you want, the barber you want, and that way you have a guaranteed appointment and you don't have to sit around and wait or not get a haircut if you want one. But uh, saltlakebarberco.com is their website. And many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for being one of our awesome sponsors. 
So you mentioned before you didn't think of this as a business until COVID hit. What were you doing before? Why I, I was doing it, but I thought it was Why? novelty, dude. I really? was just. It's so weird, man. When you start a business and you run a business, you almost wait for it to fail. I don't right, know why. You right. know, it's like a part of that. What's well, that crazy syndrome. statistic that I don't know? Eighty percent of businesses yeah. fail in the first year, something like that. Yeah, you in know, the first five years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we j- we're at four, right? We're at four years now. But it was year two where I'm like, okay, this Let's is do this. this is something. Yeah. So and I feel like the, everything just started lining up, right? Like it's cool. I get this Sprinter van. You know, I'm building. I'm building this out. I'm doing all these different different things that are leaning towards the success of the business um, rather than like the demise of it. Right. Right. You can kind of feel when something's on its way out. Um, but that's not the case here. Oh, for sure. So if someone were to come to you and be like, Hey, I want to start my own apparel brand. Mm -hmm. What would you do different or what, what's the best thing I can do to start? What would you say? Start. Just quit thinking about it. Start, start. You know, I mean, it's so, it's so cliche, but the, the, uh, analysis by paralysis, you know, mm-hmm. that people yeah. talk about. Yeah. I had a buddy actually just hit me up yesterday. He said, Hey man, I want to start an embroidery business. What do I do? I go start, start doing your research, start doing, you know, and I can help you. Right. Yeah. Right. You, you want to yeah. lend, you want to lend a hand, but I think, it, you know, don't get paralyzed by analyzing or look, dude, that's one thing about me. I, what's the word I aim? F- no, I shoot then aim. There it is. I yeah. shoot, then I aim. <laughs> right. right. And my, my wife hates it sometimes. She's like, dude, yeah. why are you shooting before you aim? You're not right. thinking about it. Because she's the aimer, right? right. She likes to she's think about it. She, yeah. Yes. So I shoot first and then aim later. Um, and sometimes, sometimes this get me in trouble, but thankfully the embroidery business, it didn't get me in trouble at all. It helped. So. That's awesome. Now you yeah. just embroider your hats though, right? Do you do yeah. other things? Like, I mean, will it, like if somebody had a jacket that Absolutely. wanted embroidery right. or, or a sleeping bag or something, I don't know why someone would do a no, sleeping that, dude, bag. No, I actually did. Yeah, I've done some sleeping bags. Did I just you really? did a tie the other day, like on the inside. I did a tie on the Windsor. Yeah. Um, this is how I explain to people, you know, um, you go to, I'm going to put you in this scenario. I'll put both of you guys yeah. in this scenario. You go to In-N-Out. You yeah. got choices between what? Number one through what? Three. Right? Yeah, one yeah. through three. <laughs> they have some secret menu. There items. it is. There it is. <laughs> but if you want the secret menu, yeah, it's there. Is it blown up and offered for everybody? No. But do you want it sometimes? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So that's exactly how I explain in Brogo. Look, we are a headwear-led embroidery business, but we do have our secret menu. If you want to do blankets, if you want to do ties, if you want to do jackets, if you want to do uniforms, we'll offer it, but we're not going to broadcast it. I Like you said, from setting yourself apart, I didn't want to be that embroidery business that said we do everything, right? Because if you're a maker of everything, you're mediocre at everything. Exactly. I'm a specialist in headwear. I'm a headwear specialist. But if you do want other things done... Hey, it's just a matter of flipping out the frames and getting it done. But I don't advertise it that way. You're pretty uh, active on Instagram. Yeah. Do you, does that bring you a lot of business? Does it? Does that really help things out? Um, and I bring that up in the yeah. aspect of I think a lot of and I we chatted about this at the at the networking event yeah. is a lot of businesses still aren't using things like Instagram mm-hmm. and social media outlets like that. Does that is that helpful for you? You know, man. Um, shout out to Gary V, man. I, I, yeah. I, I feel like he's a genie, right? Like he just knows what's happening on social. So if you follow, if you if you kind of like you peel back the layers of Gary V and what he talks about with social media, because there's a lot, right? He's like, you're you're 30, you're you're nothing, you're just getting started. Like all that stuff's cool, but the the practicality of use every platform for its intent and its purpose and use it immediately. He's a genius for that. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. TikTok, 
I was um, doing some stuff on TikTok. You know, I just didn't really dig it, you know. Um, but does that mean that I wasn't in the right space? I was in the right space. I had a couple of videos hit two, three million, and it, it was cool. It brought a lot of traffic. But now it's what? What is it now? We were just talking about it's Instagram Reels, right? Mm-hmm. So Instagram Reels is the thing, and I'm hopping on to that. And you just gotta like you you gotta find these platforms that are popping up, and you do have to pop up with it because one thing's gonna happen in the first year or so. You're gonna get all that organic traffic, right? And then what's gonna happen? Dip off. So right now, to answer your question, Instagram Reels, I'm very active on. Not because I want to have the coolest dance video for Instagram Reels, but I want that free traffic that it's offering me so that I can just drive people to my website without having to pay for ads. Right. Smart businessman. For sure. I mean, I feel like that's the only, you know, I mean, and I give that credit to um, this dude, Graham Cochran. He said, utilize all these evergreen markets like a YouTube, like um like a Google, things that are evergreen and things that people are on all the time. If you could tap into the ecosystem of what's going on in there, you're using that those free platforms to drive traffic. Why not? Absolutely. So. Let's. Uh, we, we have some standard Salt Lake City questions. I know we asked them yeah. when you were last time. Of course, we got to ask them when you're you know this time again. Yeah, because there may be some different answers. But uh, these always make me nervous. They, they make you, they make you <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to know. I just want to know some of your favorite spots. Like, I'm sure you got friends that come from San Diego, right, yeah. to visit you in Utah. Yeah. And they're like, come Literally on, just a week ago. Okay. Oh, oh, there, there you go. So yeah. we're, they're they're like, give me a tour. Give me the Q tour, right? Absolutely. Like, so where did you take them to, man? And like, and, I, and when I say Salt Lake, like I, the whole valley. I mean, you could even say Utah. I mean, the yeah. area, man. Like, where where are you taking people to? What what are you showing off? Well, it was winter, right? So I'm showing off a lot of indoor things. Like indoor rock climbing is a staple okay. that I do. Um, so where do you have, do you have a favorite place? You yeah, man. For shout that? out to Momentum Climbing okay. Gym in Mill Creek. Okay. Momentum is rad. I love it. Love those people over there. Um, this may sound boring, but like indoor, pl- just playing basketball, dude. You know what I mean? Pick up games. Yeah. Indoor basketball. Now we can hit the rec gyms again in the winter. Well, winter is leaving, thank the Lord. But now we can hit the gyms. Um, and just honestly seeing the city, bro. I think people say they think you come to Utah and uh you you think just rural backcountry cows and pigs. And I'm like, dude, you guys got it all wrong. <laughs> so I obviously take them down to ninth and ninth. Right? Sure, sure. Downtown to ninth, area. Yeah, yeah, go downtown, which is actually uh one of my some of my favorite spots are like the smaller corridors, right? Like the ninth and ninth area, or eighth and eighth, or uh, you, you know, some right now what's being built up is like the wests. You ever see you see it down there? Like third, fourth, fifth, and sixth wests are being built up now. Like they yeah. got a lot of cool like breweries and a lot of stuff down there. Um, and yeah, man, that's 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 pretty much what I've been doing. What about like one or two favorite local eating spots? All right, so. Um, I have to first and foremost, man, give my boy, uh, his name is John Belvin. He just moved here just three, four months, just moved here from, um, New Orleans, Louisiana, where my family is originally from. So we made a connection there. He just opened up a food spot, a Creole New Orleans style cuisine and lounge called Neutral Ground, okay? Neutral Ground will be opened up off of Ninth West and like, uh, Ninth, uh, sorry, 14th West and West Temple. 
Um, it's an all New Orleans cuisine, man. And you know what? I know he's doing something right because since he's gotten here, people on the internet have been bashing it. This isn't real. It can't be. Utah doesn't do this kind of food. People saying it won't last. Like a lot of really? a lot of hateful, yeah, a lot of hateful stuff. But he's been crushing it. He's only been open for to goes for the last two months, and he's absolutely been crushing it. He's already met with the mayor. Where's he's he already at? done. What? Uh, it's called Neutral Ground. So no, the location, the location. Yeah, it's uh West Temple, and like I want to say. 2000 West. Okay. So, uh, Rose Park area. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Rose Park okay. area. Um, and he's been doing some amazing things, man. Like he, he came here with nothing but, <laughs> it sounds corny, but nothing but a dream and a bag. Right. And you know, he had some connections here, um, that didn't pan out, but he's crushing it on his own. So he's been here for a couple months and he's already getting buzz. Like I said, from the mayor, he's getting, uh, he's done things with the jazz. He just catered the jazz game the other day. Like he's, he's doing it. So that's, that's spot number one, uh, spot number two park cafe, bro. Okay. All okay. day, that's, all day, every that's day. That's some good breakfast. Yeah. yeah there you all go. day, every day. That's a staple, man. Yeah. Sean, Sean at park cafe is my guy. I do, we, we work personally together. We do a lot of embroidery work, but just him as a genuine person, don't just go to eat people. Find people who are genuine, find energy that's real because it'll make you want to come back, right? Like I have friends that I met at Park Cafe just eating because the energy there is so good. Right. Dude, or just get some coffee and, and stand out while, and you're, stand, while you're waiting for your table. Start some conversations. That's with, what I'm I mean, saying. That's how I've met some yeah. of the friends that I have. So yeah. Sean has really con, uh, has really uh, what, what's the word? He's uh, he set a, a really good environment there to where people feel open and vulnerable enough to talk with each other, chat with each other and not just grab a bite to eat. Dude, Those that, one that, well, we know where we're going now, oh, TJ. Yeah, <laughs> you got to hit neutral. Neutral ground, I believe John's yeah. opening up April 20th for grand opening. But right now okay. he is doing takeout orders. Okay, so he's not even open for in-person then? No. Okay. But you can go get some etouffee. Okay. You can get gumbo. You can get jambalaya. You can get red beans and rice. You, and there's none of that good in Utah. So I got to try this guy. You got to go there and immediately. Be, uh, and he needs to be on the podcast. No, it, I, I'm, I'm making a mental note. And when I listen back to this, I'm going to write down his name. And, Absolutely. And, and get, I just don't have a pen. In, but... I mean, that's that's the kind of recommendations I love. Oh, and then sure. so I look, yeah. look these up. Three but. months in, man. So that's good. What, uh, would you change anything about the area or the valley if you could change something here? Nothing, man. You know, you, the things that people would have wanted to change three to five years ago, guess what is happening it's now? It's changed, man. It's changing. The diversity is here. It's not coming. It's right. here. Um, a lot of, I mean, you know what, the one thing that I would probably actually, I will say change is a lot of these apartment buildings that are going up. It's just, it, it, I mean, I get it. We need it. We need it for our city, but it's just so annoying, dude. Maybe the thing I would change is probably the construction always happening. <laughs> I get the apartments, right? And the apartments and the condos and stuff. Is it the design of them or you just want more houses or, or what do you? You know, when you, when you, when you add a lot of apartment buildings, you, you're preparing for the city to be a big metropolitan city. Okay. And you don't want it to and be. And I love Small Lake City, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love it for what it is. So when you bring that in, that means you're bringing in people from out of the state. That means you're bringing in more people with kids and families, and and you know. And Sounds like you're talking about it. yourself. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know, I know. I was like, I wish, I wish people like me wouldn't be coming here. Yeah. I'm grandfathered in. I've been here four years now. I'm grandfathered in. No, but it is tough. I get what you mean because it's like I'm a transplant too. I mean, yeah. really, like, I mean, who were we kidding? I I came from California too, of course, yeah. thirty years ago. But yeah. I mean. Well, I, mean, I, I want to keep it a secret. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> you and I, we see all the time. I mean, we work with clients all the time coming from 
out of state, in state. Yeah. It's uh, it's crazy how fast we're growing. Yeah, really fast. And that's the thing too. I think if you don't get ahead of the curve, you're gonna get lost. Like my wife and I are talking about, we need like three or four homes before you can't touch real estate in the state. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Austin, Texas. Forget about it. Try and go to Austin, Texas and buy something. Nashville, East Nashville, it's a joke. You can't do anything there now. So I think that's what it is. The scare is a catch-22. The scare is what's happening, but you could be on the good opportunity side of it if if you're doing the right stuff and you're taking advantage now. So, How can our listeners connect more with you, Q? What's yeah. the best ways to do that? Give social media, Absolutely. emails, whatever ways you want to have people reach out to you. Man. Yeah. So um, if you are looking for customs, I mean, we can do we can do parties, right? I'm thinking about trying to get into the party game. I'm try, trying to think about doing kids patch parties where I design a whole bunch of like blank patches and kids can take Sharpies and they can color them and kind of and kind of customize their own patches. So we're not just an embroidery business that does your hat and say, forget it and buy, um, we can do and, and get creative as much as we want. So you can find me on Instagram at Embrogo brand, E-M-B-R-O-G-O-B-R-A-N-D. Or you can go to, we just launched our personal website where we're offering some of our custom, some of our own custom gear and a full live preview of how you can customize your own Headwear at embrogobrand.com, E-M-B-R-O-G-O-B-R-A-N-D.com. Um, and then email quinell at embrogo.com. Predominantly, I would email my wife because she handles all the customer care. Adrian, sorry, baby. A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E at embrogo.com. Awesome. Hey, and I want to thank you. Honestly, you, okay, so... You showed up with a little gift here yeah. of, of an I Am Salt Lake hat that you yeah. made for me, yeah. which is like amazing. So Come I want to I want to thank you. I'm gonna Absolutely. I'll have a picture of this up at uh, on the I Am Salt Lake Instagram too. Love so, it. So, Love it. So go Absolutely, check that out man. and 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 that'll be linked up. Well, to I owe too. you. I remember last time we talked about it. Yeah. It, was all, it took me a year to get you a hat. Right. Yeah. You were, I was like, let me send you some stuff, and we yeah. just kind of it fell through the cracks. But I appreciate you having me on. And uh, and listeners, man, like really, really tune in, man, because this is such a great. Great thing for our city. Chris has been crushing it for the last 10 years. And I'm thankful for you and thankful for you, TJ, for just, you know, jumping on and, and really riding this amazing wave that you've cultivated. Well, so, thank you, man. Thank yeah, you. Man, absolutely. And anything we can do to help you, man, like reach out to us, you know, and, and let us know. We want to uh, help you, too. So absolutely. Uh, any anything else you want to add before we wrap this? Why it's still recording. Anything you want to ask, TJ? Yeah, I, oh, I, you know? I, I don't want to forget Thanks about you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah. Thank always, you guys. Man. Next time you got to bring that van. I want to see it all built out. I'm bringing the van out. next time. I don't <laughs> know how we can put the van visuals on a podcast, but I'm sure we well, can do a, a Instagram uh, it, we're, reel We're going to be getting a YouTube channel going up here, there too. Maybe maybe we could do a little video yeah, we'll of the van. A, a Q van tour. There it is. There it is. <laughs> thank you. So, it. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Talk to you later. Hey. All right. Many, many thanks to uh, Q from Embrogo for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Such a fun conversation. So nice to uh, be able to do that in person versus, uh, like I mentioned last time when we recorded with him a year ago, we had to do it over Zoom. Just a little bit different perspective. It's, it's It's fun. Absolutely. Make sure to go to IamSaltLake.com to see all the show notes for this episode, to connect with him, reach out to him, let him know you heard him on I Am Salt Lake podcast. Like I mentioned in the beginning, we got TJ Heidenreich. He's going to be co-hosting the podcast. I mean, what... 
How can people get a hold of you, TJ? What's the best way for people to do that? Yeah, if, if you guys have any out? questions for me, uh, you can always call or text me. My number is 801-694-1733 or shoot me an email at tj at myccmortgage.com. Awesome. And you guys can reach me at uh, chris at imsaltlake.com, 801-244-2908. Uh, we're here every week with a new episode. I know there's a lot of things in the pipeline we've chatted about yeah. of wanting what we want to do. So Lots of fun ideas brewing. Maybe, we, maybe we'll have more than one episode a week. You there know, you, you don't know. But um, anything else? Let's see here. Yeah, it's going to be a beautiful week. So get out and enjoy the city. Support local whenever possible. And we'll see you, on, see you on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast.